Welcome to Weird Shit. Howdy. I'm your host, Logan. I'm your host, Jesse. And what have you been up to this week? Have you seen Spider-Man? I have, yeah, I have seen Spider-Man. What did you think of Spider-Man? Uh, I liked it a lot. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a good movie. 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 Um, Michael Keaton. Just, yeah. He's my, yeah. Yeah, he's my favorite. Um, I'm not going to pretend he doesn't play the same thing in his, everything he's ever done. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. He just brings that same Beetlejuice-esque kind of charisma to usually working class people. Yeah, which is ironic because nothing about him has ever struck me as working class. No, but except maybe his build. <laughs> is he... Um, what was I going to say? He, yes. That villain worked and I honestly didn't think it would yeah. I thought shitty working class blah 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 we, we were screwed by the man yeah. um, nobody ever gave us a blah 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 and for some reason I'm now a bird man <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they, they they just they didn't they didn't spend too much time drilling that home no like, feeling sorry for him for, for his actions it's like no this is literally the reason why he just started being a bad guy let's jump forward eight years and just see what he's become now yeah and it, at best you can say he has the bird suit thing because the nerd thought it would be cool mm. he um I mean the talons are for picking up crates yeah yeah the wings are for flying and well the wings you can see because the first thing that Tinkerer starts tinkering with when he first uh, when they first grab that truckload and start tinkering with the actual gear that they discovered yep. they've still got is on one of those it's a, the fans that are in his wing he's playing with one like a mini version of that and he plugs it into to the, that's to the right. power yeah, crystal and yeah. starts hovering so that's the the base of their entire yeah. thing and it just builds from there and and with the, the constant um, you know let me make it airtight mm. That to me says um, the nerd wanted to create his own comic book hero. Yeah, yeah. You know, as opposed to the villain. He wanted to go full Avenger, whereas the guy just saw a pr- yeah. practical use. As opposed for... to the villain picked the suit to be in this form because it mirrored his inner pathos, mm. which is, you know. I mean, comic books being what they are, but I feel like we're past that. Or genetically, he was a vulture man. Vulture man! Mm. Um. Other than that, I didn't expect somebody to be who's you know, mm-hmm. Michael Keaton. He's for like five foot seven, five foot six. That's right. He's a midget. He's built like n- nothing intimidating about him, but he seemed legitimately scary in this, threatening. How small is Tom Holland? He's pretty small, I think. Yeah. But that's <laughs> the thing when, um, he looked big on. Like the uh, the, Keaton looked big compared to him. Yeah, in the post-credit scenes though, when Michael Mando, the Scorpion dude, showed up and goes, "Let's take him down." Yeah, that small Mexican man was looking up at Michael Keaton. It's like, how short is him? Well, how short is him? (laughs) How short is him? (laughs) Welcome to our new segment. How short is him? How short is him? Well, there's a racial stereotype to say Mexican people aren't very tall. I, I don't know. I was just generally. I don't think most. The case, yeah. I'm pretty sure most people of a um, was it Mesoamerican descent are quite small in general. Mm. I certainly felt like a giant over in Central America. In the undisclosed Central American location you were stationed for 
X no. number of years for Didn't X happen. number of reasons. Never been there. Mm. He's never been there. It <laughs> uh, was a good movie. I uh, and the, the I like that they didn't actually go like the Washington Monument scene. Yeah, that he hadn't been that high up before, and he was terrified by the concept. Yeah, that's believable because I even if I had those ridiculous <gasps> superpowers and know I could survive that, I always thought about that about with the other movies. It's like, why are you swinging from the Empire State Building? That yeah, fucking I mean, sucks. Um, why would you do that? Do you remember mm. back in the day playing like <clears throat> Spider Man Two and whatnot? <laughs> you climb up that high building, all of a sudden there's nothing else as high up as you are yeah. right now. Yeah. What can you potentially swing to? You've got to drop at least like thirty stories just yeah. to get anywhere near a building. At that point, there's terminal velocity. So yeah. you're like, ah. let's let's not pretend that that would also scare the shit out of Spider Man. Yeah. Also, Spider Man running through people's lawns because he's in his neighborhood yeah. where there's nothing tall. Yeah, that's pretty good. And um, I yeah, I mean the fact that basically every time he's barely achieving anything. Mm, mm. Um, he wears an Iron Man suit made out of rubber. Yeah, I uh, I enjoyed the fact that this is what happens when you skip the tutorials and don't actually learn how to potentially yeah use the use, suit or use your suit or your powers to its full their full potential because Tony Stark is such a ridiculous genius that he's four hundred steps ahead of anyone at any time. <coughs> <laughs> but um, he still makes his own web fluid at school. Yeah, for the Tony Stark suit. Because I'm not a comic book person, but he made that, he invented that substance himself, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, I and the I think in the comics that he discovers that he can actually he does create small amounts of web fluid and uses that as the basis to build a synthetic version of it that actually can hold his own weight. Oh, so he actually has the Tobey Maguire wrist pumpy thingies. I think little, like small versions of them, but they don't actually do anything apart from just create a, a spider amount of web. Just casually goop out of his <laughs> wrist receptacles. I don't know, yeah. Um, I, it, it maybe it had been implied that he was working on that formula with Stark. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, I, I just took it to be... Um, I mean, they, came they across very as, much yeah. established that he was far and beyond the smartest person in his classes. And it, it came across as, and he, like uh, the the way that the narrative was presenting itself, it made it seem like he was developing this web fluid on the down low without Stark's knowledge. That's why he hid it in the school. I took it to be um, he didn't have the materials uh, to do it anymore. <coughs> so yeah, it so he stole later. it from school. Yeah, yeah. but. Um, Honestly, I would have thought at that point his internship would involve just web fluid being delivered to him periodically. No, I like the fact that he did actually do at least something himself. Because mm. he is um, meant to be on the same level as Stark in terms of his intelligence and potential. But it's he's he's his crippling character trait is that he's always poor. Oh, okay. And he always is going to be poor purely because he puts Spider-Man, being Spider-Man first rather than... Yep trying to make money from anything and he literally doesn't have time because he deals with the small level crime yeah. in a big city oh, okay. but he's constantly living a double life and he can't afford to make anything of himself in real life so everyone just assumes that he's a deadbeat yep. yeah is um <coughs> which they drove into the dirt with the Tobey Maguire ones that was the entire basis of that entire trilogy it was just like everyone loves Spider-Man no one likes yeah. Peter Parker yeah Repeat. but nobody likes Tobey Maguire mm. 
I saw a criticism online. Um, he does not appear to have his spidey senses. No, he does. He does. Yeah. Um, oh, they mean they explained that in Civil War. The reason his eyes move in this, it's not a, it's not. I mean, it's a cool visual yeah. addition to the suit, but that his senses are usually turned up to eleven, and so he when he wears the suit, um, the eyes shifting and moving. When they open wide, it's it's his senses are firing off that there's something around him so he's, right. he's alert to it when they shrink when they're small or a regular size it means there's no danger alright yeah never noticed that it's a too. visual motif because obviously when the eyes widen in a comic book you're like shit something's coming yeah yeah. I mean um, they don't really that's the thing yeah I, I agree in the sense that in these when he was out of the suit constantly there was never any sort of like tingling mm. that he had yeah, well, it I suppose just they just reflex. didn't make a big um, thing about it. They didn't do like a and then time slows down bullshit. Mm. He did. Um, yeah, because they technically Spidey Sense is nothing. It's just a gimmicky name given to someone with ridiculous reflexes. Yeah. So he was. Um, aside from the main bad guys, and when he was like split focus, no one laid a hand on him in the entire movie. Yeah. Like he, he got into that fist fight in the bank. Every time people hit, swung at him, they missed. Yeah, yeah. So I and he that. only got caught by the um, yeah anti grav gun, which he didn't know what what it was initially or how to deal with it. Yeah, yeah, it was a genuine surprise, but mm. still, he had managed to overpower it just by using yeah. The, the most he got himself physically manhandled was when Shocker caught him by surprise when he was running out of the school and just sucker punched him. King, mm. King hit him and then from there he was too dizzy and too trying to recover he managed to get hit a few times but that was literally it the fact that he got smashed through how many buses and just got up at least yeah. three yeah. yeah with high force and a building crushed him and do was, schools own fine. buses in America I don't know I can't say that I know the uh because they don't in New Zealand no no we have because people don't necessarily need buses they just they use the local bus services but they rural schools but they're like companies that contract to the schools so presumably to the government but it'll be the government because but America just has towns only have one high school in a 50 kilometre radius so they have to get the kids from A to B full stop so it should be the ministry's responsibility to do that either that or they build another school for them was there really a short bus for the slow kids in the states yeah that's an actual thing yeah. really yeah it's because it's a smaller smaller bus because there's less students so that that bus like what takes a wider route and grabs all the special kids well it takes a very specific route to yeah yeah it goes all over the place to pick up just a handful of kids um uh, presumably because they should be removed from general society and population or because they might go to a slightly uh, I, uh, like I would a satellite have presumed school. it would be because they take more time to help and they get on the have, bus and everything yeah. you know you need the, the ramp and shit yeah that probably could be it but um, no, I don't know if that's, like, that's, that's still a thing it's a social issue let's assume it's because they're treated <laughs> like shit for being and it could be they're going to a <coughs> satellite school on the campus but not actually part of the school yeah, so their bus drop off could be at a different part of the where the normal buses stop off or something. But yeah, it's probably just because of the ramps. Mm. That makes more sense. Wouldn't know. Never been there. Never been on the short bus. No. Mm. 
Oh, we, we went there. Don't give up though. <laughs> Don't let your dreams be dreams. All it takes is a swift bang to the spine. <laughs> as as um and a swift spine to the bang. What as 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 uh, uh, Fergie and Will I Am taught us. Bang your spine. It is the time. <laughs> that is an exceptionally oh, offensive wow. song. I'm not. Um, yeah, I'm not one to, to to actually give a shit when something's offensive. I usually find it funny, but but they got oddly specific about let's becoming get retarded. retarded specifically. Yeah, when they start talking about how to specifically become physically retarded based on things that make people actually physically retarded. Whereas you wouldn't bang your spine. It is the time because you want to get it started. Yeah, and obstacles are inefficient. Follow your intuition. Free your inner soul, break away from tradition. From all intellect, collect the rhythm, rhythm effect. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we've got five minutes to disconnect from all intellect and let the... And collect the rhythm effect. Obstacles are inefficient. <coughs> Get started. But where's the... I'm um, calling stutterers um, retarded. Yeah. Burn out till it's turned out, turn out. Turn it till it's turned out. Act up. Act up! Whoa! <laughs> it's also implying that disabled people are just being naughty. Yeah. All those damn ADHD kids. Yeah. Get stuttered, get stupid, you want. <laughs> and yet they, they really, 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 really want to drive it home by saying, hey, guess what you can't do, retard? Run in, run in, and run in, run in, and run in, run in, and run in. and then there's always a third rapper that adds a verse that just has them talking about their swag and their car which is a bob your head like me apple dip app inside your club or in your bentley that's got nothing to do with the lyrics and the context of the song you just ruined the song <laughs> there's always one that just drops in and just starts talking about cars is that the um, is that the that's the small like the small filipino weird. one yeah yeah, not the They've not, got, not, not the Native American vampire and um, is he Native American? I always picked him up to be know. Asian. He, he he looks like he's about forty, regardless. Yeah, he's the cheekbones guy. Yeah, and Will I am is William William Massey Ferguson. <laughs> She's a tractor. She's a tractor of a woman. <laughs> <coughs> But boy, uh, can she pull a stump out of the ground. Woo! Now that's Fergalicious. Definitious. How come every time you come around, my London, London bridge want to go down like Lundy, Lundy, Lundy? Mark Lundy? <laughs> yes. Convicted murderer? I was going to say, no one's going to know who that is. No, Google it. Google David Bain while you're at it. Giggle it. Giggle it. Giggle it from New Zealand. Do you know Australasia, if you're outside, of, if you're basically anywhere from almost the equator to north, the okay. region Australasia or Oceania... Yeah, I'm with you. ...is just called Australia. Huh. So, as far as most of the world is concerned, New Zealand is some form of um, island, state, p- 
part of the Australian continent. I thought we fell under the jurisdiction of New Caledonia and all of the many golf courses. New Caledonia's golf course. I'm pretty sure that's all they really are. I thought New Caledonia was just like one resort. Yeah, there's like seven golf courses. How big is New Caledonia? I feel like it's just like a hill <laughs> in the ocean. Is it, an, is it an atoll? An atoll. An atoll? Atoll? Atoll. Atoll. Sure. That's new, so. Cool. Yeah. It's in the name. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, New, new Caledonia. Yeah, yeah, I see what you did there. Much like New Zealand. Oh, we've got oh, another one. We've got another one. Oh, man. Hiya. Did you write down and mem- remember that thing that you came up with that we should nut out this week? It was something like, um, yeah, put like that a in slasher my, character. I um, put that in my uh, Google Pixel. <laughs> oh, I'm playing another podcast. That's awkward. Um, was that our podcast? No. Can <laughs> listen to this trash? They sounded like New Zealanders. <laughs> Or is it just people with a bad echo on and nasal voices sound like us? You mean us? Yeah. Oh, I mean burn. Do we need a Do we need to be in a non-echo room? No, I think we're doing pretty good. Do we have that luxury? Could we? Could we? Could we pick up and post somewhere else if we wanted? To? I don't know. I I still think eventually we need to move into Wonder Horse. Golden Horse, the band. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is she still hot? Well, let's find out. Where are Where, they now? Oh, no. <laughs> that lady from what? That band? Golden Horse. Also known as the early 2000s answer to Lady Hawk for some reason. For um, for our international listeners, imagine a New Zealand band that was actually kind of hipster before hipster was a thing. Yeah, led by a hot redhead. Yeah, who had dyslexia? Lystexia. There was a like a, there was an ad where she, she drew something on the sand and it looked like John Cohen. Yeah. <laughs> Depression is not fun. Yeah, we can go to throw a place and maybe tomorrow for them, so they can find the song by the sound. Um, just Morel two o one seven. I'm unsure which of these is chronologically accurate. Uh, these are some of the notes that are. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to the notes, but we'll have, is she? Is it her now? Maybe. Is that her? Now? Yeah, that that's her. I don't know whether that's. No, it doesn't look like now. She looks too. How I remember. Her. Yeah. God, she was hot. Yeah. Let's not say was until we know. Oh yeah. Well. Well, we know for a fact she was hot. Now we're trying to figure out if she still okay, is. Okay, this is what she looked like in 2011. Huh. No, um. oh, there she is. <laughs> <laughs> That's because he was a poet and he wrote lyrics that they sung. Ah, okay. Mm. For, for, for the audience's sake, that is us looking at pictures of this fisherman. woman and then all of a sudden it becomes an old moldy dude. It looks like a fisherman. Is that her today? On Vimeo, that's got to be at least from two years ago. She she's evolved from like hot freckly ginger to hot freckly someone's mum. Big city life, me try forget my. Oh, that's my favorite golden horse song. No matter what, me try. Oh, but back then though, Matterfix. 
Fuck. Yeah, we'll just say she's still hot because we can't find yeah. her. I is it? She knows how to how to pitchfork a good compost heap. Composed. That's good. Is she well composed? <laughs> I hate you. <sighs> she lives on in our memories. <laughs> Live on, <coughs> crazy darling. <coughs> Uh, I'm just recovering from a vicious cold consumption, and I'm still struggling to talk for long stretches of time without casually. You uh, need your num nums. You need more corona. Yeah, we need another beer. Yeah, I'll go get another beer, mate. Go get another beer. Uh, While you're at it, go find out where my dinner is. Halle Berry is kidnap. (laughs) (laughs) Hasn't Halle Berry already made that movie? Gothica. Remember Gothica? I don't know whether I've seen it. I think I have. Yeah, I liked it. Talking in the microphone. Oh, we're recording. Yeah. Gothica, starring Halle Berry. <coughs> uh, was a good. I, <coughs> I remember it being a yep. good movie, but I also remember the Limp Biscuit music video. I because the entire plot of the film is is kind of a mix between. Um, that um, Julian Moore movie where somebody steals a child and aliens and stuff. The Forgotten. Yeah, but also um, uh, she's in insane. Like she works at an insane asylum, and she has some sort of car crash, and she wakes up in the insane asylum as one of the patients, and no one believes her. Oh fuck! That's why it's behind blue eyes, even though she's a black woman without blue eyes. Because it was a who song. Yeah. Um, but Robert Downey Jr. is in that movie. Like, yeah, like fresh off the boat. <coughs> just drug adult life. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Um, in an attempt to find a um, person for... A male. A for, male for... Where are they now and are they hot? You're picking a guy who was never hot. No. But the dude from Alamin OP and apparently Alamin OP is still very much active. Huh. I like the fact that looking back now that Alamin OP he and the lead singer looks like he's a meth addict well, he was wasn't he I don't know is that why they have P in their name I know he was a massive smoker and was on a um, no smoking campaign and smoked right the way through huh. a lemon knob Colum. <laughs> Yeah, he it could just be like he's <coughs> starting to. He's now the age where he always looked, which was like forties. Yeah, he's he's like a, a Jack White type looking person, which is probably giving him too much credit. But um, like he he on the side of sick and pale. Yeah, like he looks better now. I think probably because he's not. Was the girl from that band hot? I think so, but only in the possibly in the company of the other band members. She looked quite attractive, but let's find out. Alright. Limage. Okay. That sounds pretty good. She. Is she? What's she doing now? Who, what's she doing now? Is she married to someone? I assume to a limit up. Or is she married to a, a woman friend? 
Why does she look familiar to me? And not not in that context. She's done TV work. Uh, if you go, uh, if you actually Google search her instead of just image search her, we might be able to find something. <laughs> I rely solely on images. Uh, oh God, LMNOP was at its peak fourteen years ago. God, we're old. Holy fuck, we were fourteen. Her having children is not our future. <laughs> John Kerwin says it's okay. John Kerwin. Hi, Jai Kai. Jai Kai. Jai Kai. This is bad radio. So they should um they should redo that campaign with but with Buck Shelford, and if you're feeling depressed, he just comes along and kicks your nutsack out. Just to shreds. Just hooks, stitches you back hooks up. it with a toenail and then tells you to be hard. <laughs> But that's like uh, the opposite of what John was saying. I don't fucking care. Yeah, I can't. That was a pretty good book. Um, I don't know what Buck Shell no, I've never heard him speak. Um, While you're... Yeah, my notes from... Before we go into that, yeah, what did uh, you think I'm of a, Castlevania? Uh, oh, <coughs> it's Dead Baby. I like that. It was um, yeah. Eyeballs. Um, Do you know what the release schedule for I, the other... I love the science magic creatures of darkness. It was cool. Science, magic, the creatures science. of darkness. That kind of thing. It's just that the vampires are actually better than humans. More advanced. They're not just wishy-washy, effeminate, homosexual vampire <sighs> men that live in castles and um, drink blood and be scary. When is it all the rest of it out? That they find humanity disgusting, but for good reason, because the Dark Ages. It's pretty good. Yeah, they're actually just enlightened people-ish things that... Uh, pretty well detached and bored but also he wasn't into science was he she got him into science he was just sort of had it and didn't care or did he want to did did he not believe she was good enough for it at the start i wasn't sure i think that was the idea is that he could show her um the truth of the world he wasn't interested in sharing it with humanity because he didn't consider humanity worthy itself yeah um or humans in themselves to live like a human he didn't want to do that and drop down to their level he was already enlightened so he figured he'd keep all that information for himself yeah because i I, normally a supernatural being is just you know he he's a vampire so he's evil but in this case it's he um sees us kind of antishly quite rightly yeah which is surprisingly competent um but they didn't explain whether or not all vampires are like that what what like all uh, are there more vampires i don't know what castlevania's lore is <coughs> i played a couple of the games but they do not have plots yeah no i i don't know to be honest it could be that he was what was considered to be a vampire purely because of how advanced of a creature he was or like evolved yep. scientific specimen that he had long since no longer required the to live like a man and had forgotten how to um yeah. you know maybe he discovered the, the secrets of immortality thousands of years earlier through his own path In- of enlightenment and maybe he is the only one that's why his vampires are just creatures bat, bat hybrid well, they, were, they were just straight up monsters from hell but yeah um so he had a castle to begin with yeah and when he 
went brought his army up did a castle not rise out of the ground in the middle of the main city it did but i think it's established that he can teleport anything and anywhere space and time does not matter to him possibly actually he did he just... specify that his castle was a moving thing that he never moved around yeah yeah why do i know that it specified that i can't remember but i do remember it did so i guess he there's just a lot of talk about when they were um, discovering his son's tomb there's a lot of talk about dracula's castle and that dialogue so maybe it was something to do with that the fact that it was built like dracula's no, it's, castle. it's when she tells him he needs to travel like a normal person oh right okay oh because he's never had to travel like a normal person i think the idea of that was that he, he just could normally just, swarms and flies away or to you know just uses fire tornadoes to move between places and stuff he could just technically be wherever he wants at any time rather than walk mm. that's why he said i've been walking like i've been um living like they do traveling like a man slowly Mm. it's really good though um and the day that they got released they announced yeah episodes 5 through 12 to be ordered oh they have been ordered okay so a full 12 episode series yeah it's interesting to do four episodes with a pilot but i suppose cartoons are expensive as fuck oh yeah it would have been extremely expensive to do that so you know nothing about the lore either not really no why there's um alucard or which is just dracula reversed um yeah um i watched there's some anime with an alucard in it i didn't think it was the first anime of its kind (coughs) based on castlevania i thought they had done it before i think that is a um like a well-known anime series about a vampire but i don't think it's castlevania Mm. i had a criticism of armitage's um belmont that he was not voice actory enough Uh, uh, a review yeah i found his 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 way of speaking actually quite refreshing and entertaining yeah it wasn't flat which you know you can find a lot of just actors who are doing voice work to be yeah um but but i suppose compared to the other voices in the show who were voiced by legitimate voice actors mm. he did he sound did, shitty he probably could did sound quite flat oh. like james Cal- yeah james callus is an actual voice actor gotta start doing that but he's been like um that dude there james callus i think he's the he's the saint of killers and creature as well he does actually do no not that dude uh, no yeah there's a um, there's the dude from Battlestar I don't think Battlestar he is Gactar. a voice actor no no um, the old guy Tony Armandola oh him no. he's the um, Teal's like yeah not him not him if you go back to the cast from, list from Stargate yeah there's that guy in it there's one other dude who was um I, find it weird. I don't think Americans really watch Stargate. Is that series still going to some extent? Like Is a version it? of it. Uh, I don't know. SG-1's not. I thought SG-1 was massively popular at the time because it got all the way, all the way to New Zealand, for God's sake, and was on for It's a Canadian. Long. Well, a lot of shows are, though. Yeah, but I, I honestly, I from what I heard, um, Americans America generally thought Stargate was stupid. To me, I, I have more stake in childhood in stargate than i ever had in star trek yeah it was i think it was trying to be our generation of i'm pretty sure i've seen every episode of sg1 yeah 
I used to we like you know wait the week out and then watch the new episode when we come on. It was a good show. Yeah, really good. Um, I think Anderson. then when they did the spin-offs it was like oh that's during like the peak of the sci-fi this white sci-fi network so it just Squeaky. devolved into something pretty pretty lame um, the Atlantis is fine mm. the one where they're stuck in the spaceship that they go through and get stuck oh they can only you've got a portal on the ship eh? and they just can kind of start accessing other portals bit by bit but they don't actually know how to navigate through them yeah and they can't control the ship the ship just flies so I think they can like um, jump from jump to whatever planet the Stargate opens to that week type yep. of thing so it it's like, a good premise and there was a spin-off of SG-1 eh, that it was an actual crew from SG-1 that got lost yeah, that was like the idea. Um, they didn't actually. SG one is the first crew. They're all just SG one, SG two, SG three, and um. But was it far enough into the future that like shit had gone down, or that they were literally just off on their own? So the no way um, to get back. By that point, they were really fucking far away from Earth. Yeah. But um, by that point, the SGC has space battleships. Right. Yeah. So it is into the future a little bit. Yeah. yeah the um the first space battleship thing that earth gets given is just handed to them by the asgard mm. and they um but by like atlantis they've got ships that like a it's like a weird curved ship that you fly through a the actual voice of dracula by the way is mctavish graham mctavish and fred tarascore's in there because he would be yeah. andre sogu <laughs> I still haven't seen Godzilla, um, Shin Godzilla. It's good. It's really good. I, I'm still waiting for a release that doesn't have footage missing and subtitles iffy. Yeah. And I'm not convinced we'll one get exists it. yet. Yeah. We'll probably just have to wait for like Madman to release a um, Blu-ray copy. <coughs> <coughs> Why that doesn't exist yet, I don't know. Probably already does. We're just not engaged. In general society um, yeah maybe that's the case or for it to show up on Netflix it should show up on Netflix eventually Netflix gets madman content yeah every now and again oh, oh, or you know just in general they'd get this yeah yeah, yeah. They, they get a lot of Korean movies yeah a huge number right I, I'll, I'll watch some of them you look at Korean TV shows and you realise Korea is like the America of its own region. Oh yeah, for sure. They've had more influence by America than any other country in that in that region. Um, they've so em- they've embraced the United States um, occupation because they've had to. <laughs> uh, what is it like? Close to like 60,000 American troops there or something? Yeah, and they just generally rape and pillage every time they have a open day. Yeah, they're known to be quite... <coughs> The other shitty area of society in large parts of Korea are, are uh, yeah. American GIs. Um, yeah, just with your idea, sir. My idea. Oh, your yes. idea. Goodness. Bring it to the fair. That's uh, that. I don't know what you're saying, but I like it. Bring it to the fair, boy. Um, so I'm just going to read it. The, the little, children. The little points. <laughs> Say a letter to the children. Keep going deeper into the Scottish. Bring it to the fair. Yep. Bell it. Dad. 
<laughs> oh, that became horrifyingly uh, Jamaican. Sexual. <laughs> dirty boy. Um, now we are dirty boy. <laughs> Jack's battle. Get your voice on. Oh no, I lost it. <laughs> that time I tried to do Scottish and I ended up. And I tried to do Jamaican and I ended up Scottish. <laughs> no boy it was your idea I'm trying man Bring I, I, just to my, I got bullet points the first one is horror film idea to use a Freddy Krueger style character to be scared preconceived rules about horror, horror. that's important but, oh, the, the idea that we make some sort of like exorcism exorcism it was the um Trying to make a worthwhile slasher for the for the, for the modern era where somebody could be legitimately yeah okay yeah how a Freddy Krueger what style you could bad guy nowadays that would be scary yeah without just doing another reboot or rehash or something yeah somebody who actually psychologically torments its victims and um talks it talks to them rather than just show up and go. Um, have you Freddy Krueger actually talked shit it was it was trashy 80s shit that he talked at them but still well, uh, he engaged not Nightmare on Elm Street he didn't no no but there was he had dialogue <coughs> in the first one yeah to um, I remember him being almost silent but maybe that's my own memory cloud blah 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 he existed on one level pure rage but he did talk to them ah oh, okay um, well, I suppose you have to, you know, what is scary and imposing and singular and frightening in 2017? I mean, slash, you're still probably limiting yourself to something that will. Without just, it being a trope of just some kind. Stab of kids, yeah. But, um,. I mean, yeah, yeah. Would you start with what exists and then would you tweak it? Would you try and? Is there actually something you could do that's original in that realm? Mm. The closest what, I you, can think recently a, is that movie with the um, they break into the blind guy's house. Yeah, yeah. It turns out he's just trying to um, forcibly impregnate a girl for some reason. Sustenance. Um. <laughs> With Kruger, I think they brought it right back to... It was the concept of dreams and the fact that you were your most vulnerable in a dream. Yeah. Even though you're perfectly safe. What happens if you weren't perfectly safe? Build from that. So we need to find a concept where it's like, this is can be a scary or vulnerable thing that every human experiences so everyone can connect to it. But what happens if it wasn't perfectly safe and normal? Well, extrapolating from that... um, Pooping. No, something that something that fucks with you, um, based on you know social media use or something like that. (coughs) What about a a subreddit um, death note? Go on. So you um, there's there is a subreddit with maybe the moderator. Um, you. Moderator, moderator. 
you uh, maybe you post a person there and then you post justification as to why they should die and if you get enough upvotes maybe you get a gold <laughs> that person gets to die the moderator goes out into the world and murders that person oh well building from that you, the, you know you hear about people communicating with the likes of anonymous yeah or anonymous themselves deciding that this person needs to be brought down brought down chastised um strung up and lynched for chan um digitally lynched what happens if somebody goes through that route to try to get somebody lynched in in a digital sense and this anonymous style group actually end up killing them yeah and posting pictures of it like minutes after he asked them to do it yeah so yeah so it's um but but uh, the so plays is it a conspiracy? Is it something bigger than he realizes that every second person's a part of, or is it something supernatural? Boom, go. Yeah, well, what if you tied it into one of the subreddits that actually is about um, creating a creepy like art slash r slash creepy, mm. creating something like the idea of something scary. Mm. And then someone seems to have read that and gone out of their way to reenact or like kill someone for you using the themes that you created this character yeah. around. You're like, holy shit. Or, I didn't even think I posted that. And then you're sitting there thinking, or is um, some sort of manifest evil actually being presented because I type words into thing. a typewriter and they become real? Yeah. I type words into a typewriter and then they become real. We should be script doctors. Right? Like it, we started with something that that shouldn't probably go anywhere, mm. and we created an actionable idea out of it. It's it's grains, but is it it is an idea? Yeah. Patent pending. Patent pending. All ideas and opinions expressed on this podcast are solely the um, intellectual property of the People's Club for Humans International, and it's associated parties that's us we're at the associated parties all um offensive <laughs> or uh all litigation all offensive or damaging <laughs> aspects of the show are purely social commentary and um what's the word we're protected Satire. under the uh, treaty of waitangi yep to tapuehu and um, no Trans-Pacific Partnership was passed. Uh, suck a dick, United States, so you can't sue us. Leave us alone. YOLO. Oh, but still let us keep post- <laughs> posting our content on your internet that you created so lovingly. Cool. Yeah, but the, the nerd nerdity is going to go away. Oh, the inter... The inter... Oh, the Where We keep up with the news. Yeah. Um... Donald Trump Jr. Donald Trump Jr. The the Donald Trump Jr. thing that popped up was a just as um oh DTJ <laughs> was just as like bullshit. No, nothing really behind it as most of the Hillary Every Clinton shit. Yeah, he had a conversation with people. What was in the conversation? Oh. Donald Trump himself said nothing um, sufficiently worthwhile came out of the conversation. Mm. 
it was more like person had a conversation <laughs> that his family already had connections to before any election they yeah. they ran a bloody beauty contest together mm. i don't understand how that's a big deal yeah i mean yes find any reason you can to kick him out of office but that's not really one of them oh. i would like to see donald trump jr at gitmo <laughs> as uh, as it's been quite rightly pointed out you remove donald trump chump, chump donald chump you give america to mike pence yeah unless he's found to also be complicit in which case their entire administration would be removed and they'd hold a re-election in which case congress would be in charge of the united states which is just as bad no i'm pretty sure if you impeach um oh yeah if you but if you find that you also have to impeach the vice president for the same reason (laughs) yes but if you impeach the vice president it goes to michael boehner oh speaker of the house Uh, is it not boehner um no it's fucking goes to uh uh everyone's uh, favorite ultra republican uh, 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 Pumps Iron, Healthcare, Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan. Now that is the 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 uh, the man America deserves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's how babies are made. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I think you gotta do a sub no, this is how babies get unmade. Smorshy borsh Morshy Borsh Smorsh Borsh Morsh Swedish It's the Swedish abortionist Morshy Borsh Smorshy Borshy Borsh Morshy Borsh 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 And and Nunu from Teletubby Wow um, if any of our listeners out there want to draw us a picture of the Swedish abortionist Muppet um and post it on our Twitter feed please do so at Weird Shit Pod the Swedish abortionist starring Chris Jim Bale. <laughs> She's the machinist who yeah. about abortion. <laughs> but he goes so far deep into his physical regime, he turns into a Muppet. We apologize for any chefs that have been offended by our representation of Swedish chefs. The Swedes can get fucked, though. Um, yeah, so we discussed that. We nutted it out pretty good, didn't we? We're like, yeah, that's the movie. Just sell it, move on. That was one. a real quick nut. Yeah. Well, I mean, a slasher movie. They're not substantial films. They're they're a um they're a big marketing campaign with a very minimalist movie. Yeah. Also, how successfully could you market a Reddit movie? A Reddit movie, like the Emoji movie. Well, like, like, how? What percentage of Reddit would actually go to a theater? How how many of them would just wait till they can pirate it? Well, I'd probably just pirate it if somebody <laughs> advertised a Reddit movie at me and be like, "Yeah, I'm probably just gonna go download that because it seems like a pretty shitty concept." <laughs> <coughs> but I might watch it. It would um, make literal million of dollar. <laughs> um, but how many golds would we get? Um, we could do an AMA <laughs> oh my god and we put that in the movie shit this writes itself uh, yeah the the movie can end with the main character doing an AMA about the events that they were connected with how meta do we make it do we do we open it with like in the trailer it's a, a bit where we talk about how shitty the AMA for Woody Harrelson was that it was clearly just his marketing team to answering questions really poorly yeah. that the first person that dies a horrific brutal death is Woody Harrelson <laughs> which would be even more meta considering Zombieland 
Because Bill Murray died in that same kind of meta way. Who's that meta? I think we just undid this entire film. <laughs> I think you undid. I'm not going down with you. Um, does yeah, you could end it with an aimer. The um, <laughs> that's good television. This was I gonna say? Was he gonna, uh, welcome to the next segment. What was he gonna say? Ah! I still really want to hear yeah. what. Really, really want to actually try to write three, a three-bedroom colonial because that was a really good idea. That was a that was a cool movie. Yeah, I feel like I've watched it already in my brain. Mm. I mean, you just want to throw Judy Dench down the stairs. That's how this all started. Doma Judy Dench. So if we do an AMA, that's the first. How did what you come up with this name? idea? It's like, well, I really wanted to throw Jim, Jim Doody Dench <laughs> from the makers of Donald Trump. Jim Dooley. <laughs> Jim Dooley, starring Jim Dooley. Can go in there with hose mattress. <laughs> oh god, uh, I don't mean to freak you out right now, but look, this has a magnet in it. Yeah, it's probably a battery. It's blown my mind. Batteries are magnetic sometimes, right? Yeah, I I don't know. Magnets? How does that work? <laughs> right. Welcome to this week's episode of Magnets and How They Work. <laughs> Do an entire podcast about trying to figure out how magnets work. It's not just a science. Have you ever seen that um, segment of a show? Uh, epi- that not episode. You that. know I have. What's it called? Um, Miracles by Insane Clown Posse. Have you seen it? Miracles by Insane Clown Posse. No. No. Ah, <laughs> oh, we're gonna watch that. Anything by Insane Clown Posse? I can't say that I've seen. You know that juggalos are um, considered a um, <coughs> terrorist group. Yeah, by the FBI. So this is. <laughs> They're on a watch list. This is so self-aware. These guys must know how stupid they are. Well, importantly, they've, they've committed to like insane clown posse. We're anti everything, but they've got a vivo, an official vivo, to sell their music. So. I think they got the same guys who um, did the In the End music video for Linkin Park 16 years ago. I mean, In the f- e- End, In the End. No. Reanimation remix was uh, one of the best albums ever, full stop. Fucking shooting stars. You just run UFOs with hoes. Yeah. Wait, rainbows before it rains, though? Yep. <laughs> you can't see music, guys. Yeah. You can feel it and see it, but it can't be seen. Uh. 
motherfucking magic, right? This shit'll blow your motherfucking minds. Get shot up by all the ICP fans that listen to the show, but like you guys don't even know. It was ironic they did this whole thing and refer to these guys by their first names and telling us about it. So hit us up at Wedgit Pod. Tell us how you feel about ICP. Yeah, that fucking magnets. How do they work? I believe it was water, ice, air, and dirt. The four elements. That's that's really well beyond the the what's the amount of seconds of a song you can have before you get a copyright claim? Twenty six seconds. Twenty six. So bring uh, forth the litigation of the uh, insane clown posse, and we shall destroy them in court. Can we call it litigate? You know we can. I think that's our word of the day today. I've said it like twelve times. Litigate. Alleviate. Abbreviate. Molestate. Miracles. <laughs> Molestate. <laughs> and then just take a quick trip to the Swedish abortionist. That's the episode title, right? I heard um, when I was watching a, as I do, the red letter media reviews of shit, half right. in the bag. Yep. Sounds like Baby Driver is a case of the director's passion project is... You know how passion projects never quite work? I know how Passion Pit doesn't work. Fuck that band's terrible. Anyway, yes. You know, the the, the thing that you always desperately want to make is also the thing you never do right because you lose track of yourself and you're not reined in by the powers that be. Yeah, Peter Jackson's King Kong. Um, yep. King Kong! King Kong! Oh. Or you know, I just really, I've really just imagined Jack Black in this role. <laughs> I really, I thought, yeah, as a child, as you know, a I child. really wanted to make King Kong. I really, <clears throat> really wanted Jack Black and the the male lead to be Adrian Brody for some reason. Yeah, just just put Chris Pratt in it and trim like forty five minutes of it. That's your movie. I was about to say, didn't they do that? No, Wait, who that was, was um, who was the two thousand and six version of Chris Pratt? It was Adrian Brody because he was in that movie. What really? What movie? King Kong. Yeah, but he was never. No, he was never in those. But I mean, he was in Predators in 2010. Who was the dude in the the? Topher Grace. Uh, oh, the new one, Kong. Topher Grace. School Island. Oh, um, Hiddleston, Sam Jackson, John C. Riley. See, Tom Hiddleston as a choice is pretty much like Adrian Brodying it again. Yeah, because he's just like he's. People like him, but he didn't really sell tickets to things when it's like Tom Hiddleston in this. People watched it because it was a King Kong movie, not because of who was in it. Yeah, but is there a specific, um, like historical aspect of that character that causes them to cast the? He's kind of pretty thinking man. No. Who was in the original King Kong? Um. It's going to be no one that we have any context to understand because no. we're not. Um, I know Jeff Bridges was in a version of King Kong from like 1970-something. But I don't know if he was the main actor. King Kong! King Tut. Yes, Sexy it looks like tut. he was. Jack Prescott. I'm Jeff Bridges. I don't want my short rib. Yeah, well, wait a minute. So, Jack Prescott. That sounds like a name that should have been played by Kurt Russell. 
Just saying. Jack Prescott. Yeah, it does, AC. Jack Prescott. I'm just um, here about a goddamn ape. I'm, I'm on King Kong the actor. <laughs> Not the Tor, Tor John. Johnson. The beast of Yucca Flats. Yucca Flame. Bride of the Monster. Where's the original black and white? You yeah, Tarantino's next film is going to be about the Manson family. Tarantino? Yeah, Tar- the <laughs> I hate that man. I, I, far be it for me to, you know, I I did film school one hundred and one, so I am supposed to have an acceptably appropriate amount of. Um, you hate him or his work? Nah, his work's fine. Yeah, exactly. Him is he, he's just an insufferable illiterate, uh, not illiterate, <laughs> <laughs> intellectual. Yeah, intellectuals giving him too much credit. Well, he has an encyclopedic knowledge of ridiculous, ridiculous film-heavy everything. Oh, no doubt. Give him credit of that, but I think it's purely undiagnosed autism. Yeah, probably. But he, um, he to me needs or needed. I mean, again, I should probably be shot for this, but he needed some sort of EP pairing that forced him down a slightly less up his own as ass route of filmmaking mm. I mean because if you see um, like you know Tarantino truly unreined in his shit like that's completely undigestible to the average cinema going audience fucking Kill Bill 1 and 2 are barely um, barely films. Um, not barely bloody um, uh, openly digestible to a general movie audience I think that's what he manages to do well is that he Death forced- Proof we liked but we like really specific shit he hated Death Proof uh, he, he loved Death Proof and then disowned it once he realised no one liked it because he's too obsessed with being cool I, that's the thing I think I, I appreciate the fact that he manages to force this sort of stuff down people's throats specific yeah. pulp style genre mashing that people wouldn't normally experience and it it, it polarizes them because they don't know how to engage with it because they either do have a historical and nostalgic appreciation for it or they're like or they fall kind of somewhere in the middle where they don't really have a nostalgic opinion of it I think this is where we fall into it, but we can appreciate what was constructed. And then there's the other side where people are just like, what was that? That was boring. I didn't get half the references. Yeah, Things but, just kind of happened at me and I don't know why. But all his movies are references or characters in a room yelling at each other, escalating conversation, mm. everyone dies. Yeah. There's, I mean... Hateful Eight was even the epitome of that when it was a, basically a one um, it was meant set to be a movie. Play. He wrote that with the yeah, idea that he, he actually wanted to do a play and then he realised he should just make the film because it yeah. would have been easier. Not easy, it, I don't know, just things circumstantially he was actually meant to make it as a stage play. Inglorious Bastards, film. the bar scene. Bunch of people sit at a table. He says, where's your accent from? Blah, 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 uh, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They always have a really specific conversation that usually has something to do with something loosely literary or film literary mm. with very little relationship to what their characters are actually talking about because it's just something that Quentin Tarantino found interesting and wrote the shit out of for no good reason. Yeah. And then everyone kills each other. Mm. 
it's smart dumb movies yeah well the the i think his best stuff personally or not necessarily his best stuff but some of his best stuff was when he was had enough talent to sell his work but wasn't allowed to make it all like true romance natural born killers he only wrote those stories he didn't get to actually film them Mm. he had to sell them true romance is probably my favorite one out of that lot it was it was schlocky as hell yeah but for for some goddamn reason i really really liked it possibly because of gary oldman but natural born killers i like but find barely watchable yeah um jackie brown jackie brown's probably the best one it's a bit flat it had the in my, le- it had in the, my it, memory it was based in, it had the most but isn't it basically him trying to make a exploitation movie yeah but it, it, for some reason even though it was clearly black exploitation it was the most it's been the most grounded film he's done so far yeah it's, it's quite mundane if if I remember right Pam Greer it's, yeah it's based on a novel that's probably why it sound, seems so grounded is that it's actually based on a previous characters that he developed it for the screen yeah um, Michael Keaton's character in that film he re um, he reprised that same character in a different film directed by a different director because it, it was a character based on like the the author's work. Oh, okay. the detective he plays in this film, yeah, he he reprises in a different movie. Okay, always makes me laugh because eh? like I know Pam Greer is old Pam Greer, but young yep. Pam Greer, fuck. Yep. Yep. Um, that is an icon. Yeah. Yep. Ray Nicolette, I think, is the character for. Oh, okay. Reservoir Dogs, good. Reservoir Wolves? Yeah, fuck shorts. Shorts don't count. Yeah. Grand House, Death Proof. If I was tr- yeah, I'd, I'd I like Death Proof. Death Proof was fucking brilliant. It was such a, just a base, like, clearly just. Yeah. Yeah. It just made beautiful beautiful scenes on, on film there was no real story oh, the, didn't need to be though there was like this happens then this happens the, you could have put any sort of dialogue in it and it would have just still been a really yeah. cool stunt woman film it just made me think would his movies change at all if you cast really shit actors in them I think that's kind of proof when you cast Zoe Bell in Death Proof yeah no, that, that's yeah, yeah. what made me think because even the good actresses in that movie just shout their lines out like shit. Yeah. Almost like they've been told what those lines were on the day of filming. Um, Kill Bill. Or they rehearsed I, them. I That's can't the thing with Death what... Proof. It felt like they're probably, it's probably why people didn't like them as much because they felt rehearsed to death because there was <laughs> only a couple of scenes of them talking, of really having full on conversations at the point where they're like 10 minutes long yeah, each. I don't think it's rehearsal. I think it's his way of writing characters for films and dialogue is so rooted in schlock that it actually has to be delivered as just i'm not an actor i was cheap we put me in this i'm delivering line or regardless of whatever was involved in the actual filmmaking process i don't believe the words i'm saying i can't really connect to the context that they're building whereas with sam jackson you know and um Pulp Fiction he can kind of sell any words as if they were his own because of the level of 
Yeah, but that's... Commitment that he put to the character, even though there wasn't... It was a certain to, amount of retroactive worship of Sam Jackson. Yeah, that's the thing. I think his style is literally just to make anything sound convincing and believable because he just... Yeah. It's, you could call it a testament to acting. You could just call it a testament to... Um, it's still... It's still um, alpha level Tarantino's kind of love of um, exploitation, though. Yeah. His characters shout and pontificate shit. I don't think, yeah, I honestly, I don't think any of his movies would change if you put shit actors in. Mm. He gets really good actors, and people say he gets great performances out of them, but Uma Thurman's not acting well in any of those movies. All the lines are delivered badly because you can't deliver those lines well because they're so specific, so nerdy, and so weird. Mm. Yeah, there's the, the, was it? fucking five finger death punch you can't make an actor believe that no the most you could get out of people I noticed was probably in Inglorious Bastards and the characters when they're not speaking English because for intents purposes we believe it to be more but that's probably because we don't yeah um, exactly because we don't connect with it as the only language. language that is in English that I can tell how well or badly people are emoting is Japanese and that's just from enough anime so, but probably yeah that was the same case that you could probably because you're reading the words on the screen because you can't interpret them in your head yourself that you when you see words written down they usually do carry a lot more weight to them Mm. i mean and the the weird especially japanese like city talk has a weird way of sounding phoned in normally Mm. and it, it's like it's formality there's no feeling in it I don't know um, it's weird there's it's, it's weird that um, Takeshi Kitano isn't in any way involved in uh, Kill Bill he's not is he is he Sonny Chiba is yeah Sonny Chiba is Hanzo Atori but I mean, I suppose yeah. Katano's never been part of the pulp. Um, well, he, he was the a, scenes that Kill Bill were based, or the movies that Kill Bill were based on. He was never part of the, that friend, those film series. He he did not come from um, Chinese, Japanese, like really early Chinese kung fu hmm. schlocky pulp films. He came from true seventies yakuza true crime. Yeah, he's he's. Japanese Scorsese he's not Uh, you know in terms of to some extent um, in terms of era and the types of films he was working on at the time was Mm. similar sort of well someone where they go to the beach I love that film that is a fucking Uh, great movie the Yakuza boss has to hide out at the beach for an indeterminate amount of time so it's him and his crew hiding at a beach and a hooker and a hooker fuck I love that film that was a brilliant movie he directed yeah wrote starred directed he yeah. does that um, all of ha- Han- Hanabi no yeah Hanabi it wasn't yeah no that's the one I couldn't watch that means fireworks um, there were fireworks in that that's how it ended right at the beach that ends with him killing himself but uh, um, Kitano just the shots of him in the middle of the night on their beach and you, or you can like it's got that blue filter over the entire thing entire scene because it is night time so you can't technically see but it's clearly they filmed it during the day and put a blue filter over it and it just looks fucking cool Outrage and Beyond Outrage have you seen those? No Great movies Imagine um, 
Japanese The Godfather series. Mm. It, honestly, you know, it, it might not get that level of respect, but honestly... No, fuck it. Half of his films have, like, blow Godfather out of the water. They're dealing with similar sort of um, worlds and yeah. stories, but fuck me if those films... If anything, I wouldn't be surprised if... Sonatine. Sonatine, yes. I wouldn't be surprised if um, Capella took stole shit from Katano and the people that Katano like the um, Akira Kurosawa type yeah. filmmakers well you can certainly see the like the um, the old Japanese uh, thingy movie probably you know you could angle evolution into the Yakuza movie from the samurai movie into the Italian gangster movie fuck it let's watch Sonatine one more time at some point because Sonatine's a great movie holy shit um, there's an idea for our future podcasts mm-hmm. uh, why don't we force ourselves to uh, pick a filmmaker one yep. by one yep. and watch everything that they've made feature length Okay. and week to week Fuck. we'll um, review their films those are the ones we'll talk about each week week Rather to week wait. well you know each podcast the, the film that we happen to talk about it's not whatever's latest out in the theatre it'll just be okay this week we talk we watched boiling yeah. point well if we do like bite sized ones mm. so maybe maybe 20 minute sessions per movie mm. keep it punchy mm. and at the end of it all we do a the master um, grouping of all of the we do a summary of what we think of that director sure yeah, and we release those as a full oh that's fucking gonna be long yeah. some some directors that would be huge all movies or the key talking points of their career? All movies. All movies, but we can get to a point where there's like a handful of films that all came out around the same time that were more or less could be washed over. We could review those within a 20-minute span mm. together. Mm. The ones that deserve their own little yeah. segment can get their own little segment. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. That sounds good. And we'll start with Katana. Katana. Which, is, uh, what percentage of his career is he actually a director? 19 films. Outrage, cool. We can watch those. Cool, so it starts with Violent Cop and goes all the way to... Fireworks, I never saw because I was never able to successfully download it. I'm surprised he... Stream legally. I'm surprised he started as late as 89 with directing. (coughs) Insane. Well, because he... he, um, It was the case of... um, He got to a certain point in his career and I think actually he had enough clout but his... He, he couldn't play the character he was as much so he actually started like almost Tom cruising it up in Japan mm. creating vehicle movies for himself by himself yep. to further himself but yeah Outrage and Beyond Outrage great movies so you wouldn't call that a Tom cruising you'd call that a Clint Eastwooding yeah I'll give you that he started creating his own vehicles when he realised he had enough clout to just direct his own movies, start putting himself in it, and then eventually he pulled back and stopped putting himself in every movie he actually directed. As, as probably a kind of way to put it, yeah. Uh, the way that Eastwood started was just like, I want to direct a film. Um, if you want me to star in it, I should be allowed to direct it. And then it got to the point where it's like, well, if you want me to direct it, I'm either going to be in it or I get to pick who's in it. Yep. Yeah. Um, his his Zatoichi film... Because there's more than one, eh? No, no, no. He did one Zatoichi film. The Zatoichi is a film series. 
of uh, classic Japanese stories about the blind swordsman. Yeah, he yeah. he remade them. He remade he rebooted the serial, remade a version of himself, put himself in the film as Atuichi, and it's the best one. <laughs> yeah, so it is his Atuichi <laughs> film. Yeah, it's exactly. not. Yeah, the there's like six or seven Atuichi films. Yeah, yeah, and his is the Japanese Bollywood films. <laughs> Because remember, it ends yeah. with that musical number. Well, that's the thing. I think that actually comes from <laughs> Japanese film before Indian film. Ah, okay. Like Japanese film has existed from the forties. Yeah, if not beat before that, it's, it predates Bollywood. Yeah. Um, so that style of I, I think that style of more, um, more. I think I've seen Violent Cop. I'm pretty confident I've seen Boiling Point. I don't know that I've seen Fireworks, but I know that's supposed to be his best movie. Yeah. Um, maybe seen Brother. Definitely seen Zatoichi. Outrage, Beyond Outrage. There's supposed to be a third coming? Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. Outrage Coda. So he dies at the end end of the first one. Yeah. And I've heard a do as well. It's like Crank. He he, he says, uh, I I tried to end it with just one movie, but they wanted me to make more, so here I am. (laughs) It's... um, basically a, a, a low upper low level mob like capo mm. um the 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 leader of the the their gang family um is rearranging by f- fighting his own guys against himself to ensure his own sort of keeping his own power yeah and um basically his boss just gets fucked and he take has to he ends up taking the fall for it because his boss gets fucked, hmm. and then um, he's too old and set in his ways to not sort of try and push through the bullshit and try and fix things. Hmm. And the the end result is he just he has to rampage it a bit, but it's it's realistic rampage. Yeah. Huh. Um, I feel like we should go all the way back to his first acting credit as gang member uncredited in Go Go Second Time Virgin from 1969. <laughs> <laughs> he was in that and then did nothing for like 10 years. Wow. Well, if, if you look at his bio, yeah, he he was in uh, he was a lift boy on a nightclub with such features as comic sketches and striptease dancing. Oh yeah, and it was originally studied. He got thrown out of engineering school for rebellious behaviour. Yep, and he's a um, he's the grumpy old man of a, a Japanese two-part comedy, comedy double. Yeah, comedy duo. Yeah, and the guys that host um, Takeshi's Castle. Yeah, which is MXC. A very late career, but yeah, it's the it's the Japanese pairing of the um the dumb young guy and the the straight-laced old man. Yeah, the Japanese are really big into the comedy by way of the um the straight man and idiot. Like way more so than standard Western way of doing yep. it. Yeah. Is that from potentially just um, them picking up on old classic comedy duos from the thirties? Uh, I inside I a film era where they imported those and very then kept them. Japanese way of doing things. Yeah. It's it's yeah. In the same way that you know, I'm just thinking like in the same way that Buster Keaton heavily inspired everything Jackie Chan does. He wasn't at all influenced by wanting to put martial arts on film. He just wanted to be put funny stunts. Like he actually wanted to be a performer on screen, and realised that he was brilliant at martial arts and right. brought that over. Oh, okay, 
oh, we get to watch. Um, or worked his stunts first and then realized, yeah, he wanted to be a Buster Keaton style martial artist as opposed to what Bruce Lee was doing that he worked for at the yep. time, which was serious kung fu. Did he also suck through the 90s? Is that all films sucked through the 90s? I think. Hello. I think all films sucked in the 90s. Is from the 90s. Yeah. Well. Battle Royale. Did he direct Hollywood it? sucked in the 90s. In Hollywood was. Hollywood sucked in the 90s. It's where everyone was coming off the cocaine binge. Is that what it is? So they had all the money, but none of the. Um, inspiration. Inspiration? Yeah. So they would just. They were, the. Creative ideas were like hangover ideas. Ugh. Yeah, and, and everyone was grunge and grunge and splunge. And, um, and you can find us on Twitter at Weird Shit Pod. Remember that's I before E because there is no C. No C. It got Swedish abortioned. Um, uh, you can email us your thoughts, feelings, and opinions. Um, um, breasts at uh, <laughs> weirdshitpodcast at gmail.com it's I before yeah. you again uh, um, find us on uh, iTunes yep uh, uh, on, our weird, on our website weirdshitpod.com SoundCloud uh, I wouldn't go SoundCloud SoundCloud you got to pay to put shit on SoundCloud it's garbage um, but do we actually what's keep that, that up to date though? no, no, no okay. what's the other thing that, that other people put their Android podcasts on? You mean just the app that we use? No, not the app. There's a, a website. It's probably just uh, an app as well. But Stavendal is like uh, fucking... But we should have researched this. Um, but you can find us on iTunes. All right, peace out. We'll see you next time. Yep. Um, we are available on Android. You just use the search system. And it'll Go to our website and yeah. Yes. The Do res- that. Do that.